Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast with Ryan Cote, where we feature casual conversations with entrepreneurs about personal development and growth. Hey, Kate, welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. How are you? Oh, I'm doing wonderful. Thank you, Ryan. It's so good to be here. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the next 15 minutes. I'm excited to hear what you share and learn more about you and your morning routine and all of that. So let's let's tell my audience of Morning Upgraders who you are, what you do for a living, and then something you are grateful for right now. Awesome. I am. Uh, I call myself the confidence coach. I am a life coach certified. I'm also an author, very honored to be the messenger of some life-changing information for people. And I'm just very, very excited to do the work. What I'm grateful for, oh gosh, there's so many things, Ryan, but I would say the number one right now is my physical health. I feel very healthy. I feel very alive. And this allows me to do my work and, and be more effective and efficient. <laughs> so, what, do you, yeah. what do you do to feed that good health, the energy? What do you do on purpose every day to feed that? Yes, good question. First and foremost, and I think this is really the number one, is having a positive attitude. That's not always easy. I have my moods. I, I wake up sometimes a little down, but most of the time I'm very up. I just believe in having a positive attitude, kindness and respect towards others, towards myself, keeping a higher vibration of positive vibrations and emotions such as growl, uh, like you mentioned, gratitude. That's something else that really helps me to stay high in a positive place is having gratitude for so many things throughout, throughout the day. I also eat generally really well. I have a sweet tooth sometimes, but generally I eat organic and I try to eat more vegetables and less protein and exercise and I do yoga and drink a lot of water and take a lot of vitamin supplements, listen to my intuition. And that also helps guide me on what I need to do. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah it sounds like you're checking off a lot of boxes. And you mentioned waking up sometimes feeling not like you're, like you're not in a good mood. And I'm the same way. Like I have, I feel, I feel like I have cycles, like I'm very motivated and positive. And then I've days where then I'm not as much and I'm like, eh. and I've come mm -hmm. to realize that it's just like, for me, at least it's natural cycles. And I don't think anything's causing it. And then I had a realization. It's just like being human. It's like the human experience. Mm -hmm. You can't know the, the good feelings without the not so good feelings. And so I've just tried to come to accept it and know um, that it will pass and just keep doing what I'm doing. Absolutely. That's so that really good point. You know, no one can keep up and positive all the time. We are human and we do experience all kinds of emo emotions. So, but the key is, as you probably know, Ryan, is how can we bring ourselves back up? We don't want to ignore upsets. We don't want to ignore maybe being in a bad mood. You know, acknowledge it is the best thing to do. Acknowledge it and recognize it. And if it's something to be dealt with, deal with it. But then just release it. When we acknowledge it, you know, that's what allows us to release that energy. And then we can use tools. You know, there's so many tools. I'm sure you've shared many of them here on your show. 
And I've got many I can share as well, but I'll share briefly one. And it is as simple as just stop and being in the present moment and just kind of check in with ourselves, right? So that's one simple tool. For me personally, it's um, a journaling in the morning. It gets getting it, getting it out. Sometimes my journaling is not all positive. Sometimes it's things that are bugging me, and that helps. Obviously, re- reading, exercise, taking a walk—all things everyone knows about. But it's the tricky part is being disciplined to do it when oh, you don't really yeah. doing it. You know, <laughs> that's so true. You know, that's why I always tell my clients and audiences that the key. And others will say this. And from my perspective, the key is awareness. When we can be more in a place of awareness, then we can catch ourselves and then be able to hopefully apply that discipline, like you said so well, Ryan. Yeah, discipline and remembering to do it. (laughs) Yeah, a book that changed my my perspective, mindset, whatever, on being mindfulness and, you know, being present is I'm not going to mention the guy's name because I, I mentioned in another podcast episode, I completely butchered it, but it's Peace is Every Step. It was written by a Buddhist monk. So just Google Peace is Every Step. But that book was very therapeutic and got me thinking of even mm-hmm. the little things, how you can just be present and actually enjoy it. Um, it's totally totally changed the way I look at certain things. Mm, sounds like a great book, Ryan. Totally. It is. Peace is Every yeah. Step. So let's go to your morning, Kate. How do you start your days? I start my days by uh, getting up. And the first thing I do is I make coffee. I like my coffee in the morning. And then I just sip my coffee and I just take 15 minutes, sometimes 30 minutes, sometimes a little longer, just to relax, just ease in very slow into the day and reading uh, something inspirational. There's all kinds of books I may read for a little bit. I may just sit there and just just really soak in that coffee. I just love the taste of it. And I'll have a big glass of water before or after the coffee to kind of hydrate myself. After that, then I will go into a meditation for about 15 or 20 minutes, a deep meditation. I've been doing this for probably 30 years. So I'm grateful I can go deep into meditation pretty quickly. And then I will do uh, about 10 minutes of yoga. And that's where I have to really follow up with myself to be disciplined because there's many mornings I'm like, nah, I don't feel like it. Or maybe I'll come up with some kind of excuse. I don't have time. Well, I do. I've got 10 minutes. I can always spare 10 minutes. And oh, I know how good stretching and yoga is. So I've been some getting better about that, making that a habit. So that's usually part of my routine. And then after that, I'll take my shower and then just get ready for the day. So I want to get something done like that, like self-care. I have to do it in the morning. Do you have a nighttime routine as well? Nighttime routine? Not really. I would like to create one, actually. I was thinking of that just the other other week. Um, There's certain stretches I think that even if I spent just two or three, five minutes would really be helpful. And then also a friend of mine introduced me to Qigong. And I thought, well, even if I did just five minutes, maybe that would be good. But no, my evening routine, (laughs) just pretty much go brush my teeth, wash my face and head to bed. (laughs) That's a routine. (laughs) Well, 
I will, I will read a book. That's usually what I'll do. Maybe for a few minutes, I'll read a book right before I sleep. Okay. Yeah, I'm hearing nighttime routines more and more. I don't really have one either. I just hear it more and more. Dar- Darren Hardy talks about it, kind of like the bookends. You have your morning. You control how you start your morning and how you end your day. Makes sense. I just figured I'd ask. And I'm hearing it more and more that people have nighttime routines as well. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot to be said about that too, because I've heard how powerful it is for us to evaluate, well, how did the day go? Or what were my accomplishments? Or what am I happy about? And if we can go falling asleep in a positive mode, that helps us a lot. It sort of like seeps into our consciousness and unconsciousness, I've heard. Have you heard about that? Yeah, it's funny. The uh, the guest I spoke to before uh, the previous interview I did, she was talking about that, like her nighttime routine is. And I guess I, I guess I do do this. It's, it's sort of I'm not 100 percent consistent with it, but she was talking about she has like a specific process she follows when she's about to fall asleep, thinking about her goals, thinking about things along along those lines, where her brain, her mindset, her mind, her consciousness has time to kind of stew on it while she sleeps. Yeah, and she says like the compound effect of doing that every night has really helped her. So I think there's something definitely there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So when you talk about what you were grateful for, I think you said you, you uh, just your life in general and all the good stuff that's happening. And so let's dig into that a little bit, like life fulfillment. You've gotten to yourself to a spot where you feel that you're very fulfilled in your life. Do you know why? What's what have you done? What's feeding that? What comes to mind when I ask that question? Yes. Oh, another great question, Ryan. Well, it certainly didn't happen overnight, but oh gosh, I've been on a spiritual journey and a personal growth journey for, oh, maybe 25 years or so, 30 years. And it has a lot to do with my intention. I have learned over the years how important it is to set an intention to have a good life and that really our thoughts and what we say are very powerful in creating our life. And as I have done this, I find that my life has gone smoother and, you know, it flows easier. Also having the perspective, the stance on life where I come from a lot of gratitude. I don't know. I've never counted it, Ryan, but I was curious how many times a day do I say thank you. Many times a day, silently to myself, I'll say thank you. And when we say thank you, it helps us to see and focus on what's working, what is right in my life. And also, I think meditation has been a huge, very, very helpful in helping me have a life that goes more smoothly. Oh, and another thing. Wow. Oh, this is huge. And that is doing away as much as possible with resisting with what is. Mm. I, like so many people, I used to resist. If things weren't going right for me, I'd be upset. I'd be anxious. I would resist what is currently in my life. And over the years, especially in the last two years, Ryan, I have come to experience, I mean, you know, it's one thing to know it in our head, but it's another to actually embody it and experience it. I have come to experience releasing my expectations and, and you know, resisting what is. I still do it sometimes, but not like I used to. I used to resist so much. 
And now that I haven't, it really helps my life go flow much easier. So yeah, I think the meditation, releasing my resistance to what is, setting intentions, having a positive attitude, having gratitude, all of those over the years have kind of, you know, percolated into having more of a, oh, a kind of like a, a relaxed outlook on life. Not that I don't have my challenges though, but then I can, you know, look at it and then just invoke certain tools or techniques and also doing my personal work, working through any triggers and upsets. There's really many, many things that are involved with where I am today. You're making me think of a story um, when you talk about not, you know, getting upset over how certain things go, like letting go of that. You're making me think of a... So my family's marketing agency, Ballantine, it was, Ballantine, it was started in the mid-60s by my great uncle. He's no longer alive. You know, he had other businesses besides Ballantine, you know, very smart business person. And he, we were at his birthday party. This was his 75th. So that would have been like 14 years ago. And uh, he gave a speech because he always gave speeches. And he gave a speech and he says his number one regret in life is... I'm butchering this, but this is the general theme. He, he let himself get upset over things he couldn't control. I don't know why that stuck out, stood out to me. I can't, I can't think of what I did two weeks ago, but I could think that I could picture myself standing there in his backyard, listening to him 14 years ago, whatever it was, mm. giving that speech. And that stood out to me. Wow, that's powerful. And that says a lot. I have learned so much about that. If I can't control it, it's best I just release it. And for myself, what I've learned is do my best to trust. If it's out of my control, what good does it do for me to be upset? Yeah, I'll allow myself to have the upset feelings for a short while and then I'm going to release it. I have been, and I tend to still be, but I have used to be a really big worrier. And my mom was a worrier. But you know what? Worrying doesn't do a thing, right? And I'll have these conversations in my head. Kate, if I worry, is that going to change it? No. All the worry in the world, is it going to make me control the situation? No. That's a big one, Ryan. Wow. Did your mom mom ever get help so she stopped worrying or she just kind of lived with it? I think she just kind of lived with it. Bless her. Mm. She was an incredible woman. I, she has such a big part in my heart. She passed away about, oh, I don't know, maybe 15, 17 years ago or so. But yeah, but she was an incredible woman. But yeah, one of the bad things, or it just didn't help her, yeah. is that she worried so much. Yeah. Yeah, it makes me think of like, people that get angry quickly or they hold on to that anger. You're just yeah. like really killing yourself. It's not... Not going to solve the issue. That stress is just going to end up hurting you. It's no good to hold on to that negativity. One more thing I want to pull out, and then pull out from what you said before, and then we'll get we'll go to the last question because our time is almost up here. I want to ask you about the meaning of life, but one thing I want to pull pull out from something you said in the earlier part of your answer was setting the intentions. I think that's really important because if you set if you if you set the intentions of what you want to achieve or what you want to do, it's going to influence the choices and decisions that you make. Whereas if you don't have an intention and you kind of just go as you go, you may not get what you want to get. And so I think that's really important. So I want to pull that out in case everyone listening didn't pick up on it. Uh, setting intention is powerful. I will say, and others will say the same thing. 
When a person is setting an intention, it really is a declaration. It's saying, hey, to the universe, I'm serious about this. And I think it also helps our mind to really just laser focus. So certainly setting an intention, yes, that's great. And then, of course, what's better is what are we going to do? What action step are we going to take to follow through on that intention? And are we committed? Are we going to be consistent and committed to that? So, yes, setting an intention is powerful. And I think it really sets the brain into like, hey, yeah, I'm serious. (laughs) You know, and the brain and the mind really is powerful. Yes. Yeah, it definitely is. Well, this was this has been great, Kate. I do have one last question for you. Then we're going to wrap up with you telling everyone how they can learn more about you. So my last question, which I already told you what it was going to be, is the meaning of life through so through your time on Earth so far and all the experiences that you that you've had. What is the meaning of life? The meaning of life is. Oh wow! I would say that is. How much can you live in your own authenticity? So that you can show up giving your gifts and skills in such a way where you are being authentic and you are supporting others. The meaning of life is being of service to others. But to do that, we have to start with ourselves, living authentically and knowing ourselves well. So the meaning of life, yes, really digging deep into who you are and then sharing that with the world and honoring yourself. That is key. Yeah, it is key. Not not everyone does it because it's hard to do, um, but yeah. it's so so important. So yeah, thanks for sharing that, Kate. So if someone wants to learn more about you, where should we send them? Yes, I have a website called joyfulradiance.com. Joyful Radiance. And please feel free to call, contact me through that website. I've got all kinds of information in a monthly article It'd be lovely to hear from you. And I'm also offering a complimentary coach session if someone is interested in learning how to just have a better life and explore that with me. And thank you. It's been so good to be here. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah, Kate, it was fun talking to you. Thanks for everything you share. Great, great job. Thanks for listening to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. Please subscribe and review. And don't forget to visit us at morningupgrade.com for more content.